0: Hello, everybody. We are back with another episode of Pop Progressive. As always, I'm joined by my co host, the other Eduardo. Yep, the two Eduardos. The two Eduardos. And there's a lot to talk about, I guess, today. So we're going to kind of finish up our our Iran talk, kind of catching up on everything, giving our thoughts. Uh, especially some new news that came out very recently about Iran and this whole thing. And then we have a little bit to talk about the Democratic debates. Not that there's really anything interesting to talk about except for Bernie and Warren. So we'll get through that. So Iran kind of came and went. Um, The whole bombing happened series of bombings happened and they didn't kill anybody obviously Trump talked about wow. Iran not getting to have a nuclear weapon wow. um we watched his kind of address to the nation after that about it which was actually very surprising for at least me uh, because I assumed that there was going to be a rapid escalation in military forces headed to the headed to Iran uh, I I was I was almost like I was like 75 percent certain he might just announce that like we're about like we're preparing to go to war with Iran yeah. but Iran
1: has always-
0: Or at least they don't want to do full-scale war with them anytime soon, because they've been trying to do it. They've been trying to do it the the CIA way for a while, mm-hmm. yeah. And they got it for like 25 years, and then that fell flat. Right. And then uh, ever since then, we've been trying to get them out of the region because they're basically our main opposition in the region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're and, also
1: that um you know right after the, the whole missile strike mm-hmm. on the american bases, um that airplane that was shut down accidentally that iran initially denied downing and then they owned up to it
0: yeah right
1: and um and immediately you notice that there was um uh, I mean, protests in Iran against the government for downing of the jet, which, which you can tell is, um, you know, a CIA tactic, you know. They usually create instability within the government, you know, or among the population, general population, and they start these little protests, you know, and, um, you know, against the government. to to, to sort of destable the situation and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't
0: yeah so obviously obviously none of us have proof that those protests are CIA created or not Um, Mm -hmm. but with the track record of how we've dealt with these countries in the past it's safe to assume there's essentially a 50-50 shot that it's either one or the other it is very possible that the Iranian people are upset with their government. I mean, Mm -hmm. it is Iran. And it's not like any of those governments are doing anything that's... At least for the most part, the, the, the benefit to the people is kind of like up in the air a little bit sometimes. Right. So, and especially with like Iran... How Iran's like journey has been Because they were extremely Because they were very like Muslim And then when the The Shah right? That's who we put in? Yeah we put in the Shah and then he kind of Tried to secularize Iran and then that Didn't go well But that's what led to the Iranian revolution Well, There's a plane going Going by so I don't know if... I'm outside by the way So Oh okay Yeah, but anyway, so, and then there's another plane going by, um, but yeah, so they shot down that Ukrainian jet, that was crazy, and you know, there was like an earthquake in Iran too, like, like that same, like, night, there were so many things happening, and I follow this uh, UFC fighter who's also Green Beret on Instagram, Tim Kennedy. And he was, like, and he showed, like, the news articles. It was, like, us bombing Iran, uh, Ukrainian jet goes down over Iran, earthquake at Iran, and then he was, like, moral of the story, don't travel to Iran. <laughs> 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 well,
1: Iran is a powder keg, basically.
0: Yeah, so is most of the Middle East. Yeah. A lot of anti-American sentiment, obviously. Yeah. And uh, for obvious reasons. And, um,
1: you know, it's, it's one of those countries that um, has a lot of influence in the region, you know. And, um, you know, our, our country's trying to stop that from, you know, this is more than just a nuclear bomb issue. <coughs> because a nuclear weapon, what's it going to do for them? Only help to. Stop so another country From invading them
0: Yeah. You know A country like the US Exactly That would be their only Like motivation Because Like they're not Going to use it on anybody They're not big enough To use it on anybody And they don't have Any other like Big military strength Exactly It's just like With Venezuela right One of the things With like Oh my gosh One of the reasons I hate Jack Reacher Season 2 is because the whole kind of plot of that show is predicated on the idea that a nuclearized Venezuela would attack the United States. So they're trying to essentially oh stop Venezuela. So the, so the second season of the show, granted, mind you, the first season of Jack Reacher is awesome. Okay. Second season of Jack Reacher is terrible. And part of that reason is because the plot is you can't believe it because you're like, why would Venezuela even attempt to attack the United States if it had nukes? They know that like a full scale, the full weight of the American military, which one branch of our military will fully outspend their entire military, would just descend upon them and they would be like destroyed. Exactly. Like what type of bullcrap is
1: that? (laughs) it's a way of it's a way of building consensus among the population you
0: know yeah it's a cold military it's the military intervention it's like the cold Should war again mm-hmm. except the difference is we're not fighting a country that could like actually go one for one to us it was different right. when it was russia back then before russia like right. ultimately bankrupted itself and like set itself on the path of becoming a failed state right Mm -hmm. so but ultimately none of these countries really want to mess with us they just want us to stop messing with them
1: that's exactly right
0: but anyway World War 3 got avoided though yeah I mean you know
1: I don't think that escalation is something that the US actually wants right now I don't think so either the US is trying I the U.S. Is, uses scare tactics to sort of try to intimidate um, governments that they consider their foe, you know, and um, and they're and obviously they're using, you know, the financial system and the, um, you know, the banks and what have you, you know, to freeze their assets and also you know to stop them, you know, in, imposing. Um, how do we say that?
0: Sanctions. Uh,
1: Sanctions, yes, on on these countries to 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 sort of starve them out, if you will, and bring them to to what they call the negotiating table, which is really a (laughs) one-sided deal. Yeah, for anyone anyone who sits at the table to the U.S. is is going to lose out, you know, because it's obvious that the U.S. wants to have a control over. You know many of these countries around the world and their and their resources, their natural resources. In Iran's case is oil, In Venezuela's case is oil. You mm-hmm. know, but in, in the case of, of countries in Africa, it's some of the the uranium and and the other natural resources that they have,
0: that, metals and stuff you know, like that. Yeah, like the yeah, precious
1: metals that are used in electronics and all that. One. And That's
0: China's stuff. China's pretty much got a lock on Africa right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, China's moving a lot quicker than the U.S., and they're doing it by saying to them, "Let us help you build your country. Let us help you, you know, build a, a viable infrastructure, right?" And um, you know, and in return, you know, you have to pay us back, obviously, because it isn't free. Yeah. And how do you, and how do you pay back with your natural resources?
0: Yeah, that's one of the things you about know. China. Is China has always been. At least in a post Mao world, right? They've focused their leadership, evil or not, has focused on stability. They try they like to play the long game. Which is why we really haven't seen much of a like big threat from China, I think, in a very long time. Is because they've decided we're just gonna we're, gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the like build the empire game quietly and wait this out until it's our turn to step up to the first place. So until it's time, until it's basically time for us to step up to bat. We're just going to hit a few home runs in front of everybody. Yeah. So. Well,
1: and the thing that's stepping up for China isn't, you know, it's something that's going to come not only gradually because they're looking at the at the long haul rather than the short haul. Yeah. And, um, and what they're doing is building an economy and st- and stabilizing their economy because even when their economy is in trouble, like it is now, mm-hmm. you know, where it's, where it's slowed down, their GDP is still double that of the U.S., which means they continue, even though they're slowing, their economy has slowed. They continue to grow and, and produce at a rate uh, greater than that of the U.S. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and it has thing. nothing to do with manipulation of money, currency, or anything else. It's 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 a simple, you know. Let's take these dollars that we have, and that we're earning through taxes and what have you, and and reinvest them in our society, you know, in infrastructure and and everything else that they can invest in. Yeah, and they're using it as well to invest in other countries, you
0: know? Yeah. So, so ultimately, I know? think, that's, ultimately, I think part of the, uh, the like, downfall of what our government is kind of going to be, right, where they're ultimately going to fail us, is mm-hmm. not taking China seriously enough early enough. Yeah. Because, like, I get it, right? Like, because I live in the United States... It's obviously beneficial for me, for United States citizens, for the United States to be the leader in the world, right? It just makes sense. We want to be the leader in the world because we want our people to do well and we want to kind of like not have like any threats against us. But because we're too busy playing the short game too many times, uh, we're going to let people like China get ahead of us and then... We still, for some reason, are focused on like Russia, 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 and like Russian-allied states, when really the person we should really be trying to get ahead of right now, we should be ignoring Russia completely, because you know what? They don't really like do anything anyway, right? They, they own a couple states. Yeah, they own some places that we need to... If, if America would work on putting our currency back on something that's like tangible, and then on top of that, and something not ephemeral like oil, right? And then we worked on essentially the same thing China does. If we if we wanted to like fix our economy and stop playing the run around the world and steal people's oil game in order to like, um, in order to keep our economy going, we'd be better suited to prepare for a world in which China de- China decides to step up to the top of the ladder and then ultimately be able to like combat that threat because ultimately China is going to be a threat to the United States. They already are and they will be once they get up to like the point where they're where they feel like they can compete with us directly on all fronts, right? That's just what's going to happen because they're they're an empire just like we are, right? They're attempting to build themselves up to be you know the leaders of the world. And if the United States doesn't want that to happen, then you need to put more focuses into the long game, not only economically, but militarily, and as well as the stability of the people inside the country in order to stop that from happening.
1: Well, you know, part of the issue is uh, that the U.S. needs a paradigm shift in terms of mentality. You know, corporate mentality is, is everything is profits, everything to the pocket of the owners of these industries. Yeah. You know, their shareholders obviously. You know, when again, what we should be doing is is building ourselves up internally, uh, rebuilding our cities and neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and rebuilding, re- rebuilding our our aging and crumbling infrastructure. You know, which includes the 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 grid, obviously, which is, you know. Uh, ancient at this point. It's, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's in a you know it's in a down it's a downward spiral at this point because it's it's uh, lived uh, it's 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 surpassed this life cycle let's put it like that. Yeah, and um, and you know we have allowed the our country it, its cities um, its towns. You know, especially those where they were there was industry at one time to effectively crumble. You know, and come almost to a grinding halt. We replaced, you know, good paying jobs with retail and service jobs that don't pay as good. You know, forcing families to have to work two or more jobs in order to support their families. You know, in in a. You know, in a, in a nation where, where even though the, the inflation rate isn't out of control, it, it's gra- it gradually increases, obviously, and so prices increase. And as prices increase, you know, wages just don't keep um, are not keeping up with those changes. But you know, we we should be doing what China's doing. China can almost take a population from one city. And move them entirely to another city. In America, we can't do that. We have we have a shortage of housing. You know, we have a shortage of rental housing. You know, we have a shortage. Uh, you know, we have uh, an infrastructure that's ailing and and, and crumbling.
0: I think, uh, but I also and think part of about it. part of the reason with China being able to move people from one city to another is. That their landmass is like ridiculous in terms of size compared to ours, um, well, not, and not also sure. they, they and also they have like very tightly packed the amount of people that they can into mm-hmm. what their space is, but also that doesn't come without consequences because China's the world's biggest polluter. We have to remember yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. that's gonna come. That comes at a cost now. We don't have the population that China does Right yeah. Obviously they have like over a billion people We only have about 333,000 Right But right. I I get the yeah. like um, We need to kind of create more housing I don't know if the like building more cities thing Is in our interest no. per se I
1: think we need to rebuild our, our existing cities which, Yeah Which are essentially crumbling
0: Yeah I think that I think like We need to create more, like, rural towns with, like, rather than, like, cities. Because I think, like, I think, like, a city has to come with, like, A, a huge, a big population, right? You need to have a big population in order to, like, turn something into a city. And also, you need to be able to, like, keep that going and, like, you need to, like, be able to afford to keep that running, now, right, if we would, to, to
1: you need to employ the people that are living there, obviously, and then you yeah. have to have a. It needs to you create. Have to you have, need, have an economic stream there that, that keeps that going and alive.
0: Obviously. Yeah, I think it'd be easier to create like more lower income suburbs than it would be. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. And then, like, and also, like, in order to just to keep down our pollution, because if we were to like pop up a hundred more new cities, right? that would be like that would be detrimental to the environment
1: right and I, I, I agree mm-hmm. um, you know with, with, with your comments and I think that um, we need to focus on, um, on on doing some of that but also again we need to focus on rebuilding our existing cities even if it means taking down whole areas of it you know like they did in the you know in the in the 1940s and uh, you know and rebuild the whole areas you know yeah. of, of these cities because right now you know we have impoverished or disenfranchised communities living in these cities in neighborhoods that aren't even viable anymore Yeah, you know uh, we should be thinking about relocating those folks or moving them moving them to more areas of the city you know and designing them differently as well too. Mm-hmm. you know we need to design them differently so we need to take a look at designing them differently but I think that the, the point the, the whole point here is that we need to take and and learn from what the Chinese are doing and implement some of that here and we need to fortify and rebuild our own nation you know in terms of military we're already investing a lot of money in that I mean you know they take up you know close to 60% of of our natural of our, our our national national resources you know in terms of dollars yeah so so we're putting a lot of money into that already and that's why we have one of the most advanced militaries if not the, we have the most advanced military in the world
0: yeah um, which i don't so- think either of us would say is a bad thing
1: I don't think so. I, I agree with with the fact that the way that you keep the enemy away is by being, well, by showing your muscles, if you will. Yeah, exactly. You know, by, by showing strength and and, and
0: Speaks showing off, that
1: you have an edge.
0: Speak softly and, okay. and hold a big stick.
1: Exactly, and and so and that's a good thing. But at the same time, you can't just solely
0: focus on that. Your,
1: exactly. Right, and 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 on and on the corporations. And forget about the rest of the of the population. Because the population, you know, is what is what keeps this going. Yeah. You know, and if and if they should become all disenfranchised and turn on you, then you've got nothing. Yeah. You know. in America. All it takes is for the population to decide not to go to work. Exactly. And they can essentially shut down the economy.
0: Yeah, and I think. You know? This this is part of the reason why I think Andrew Yang's value added tax is a good idea. The idea that off of every dollar that a corporation makes, there's this unescapable tax because it comes right out of that, right? And that gets put into a pool and then redistributed back to the American people.
1: Right, which keeps them with money in their pocket and spending. Yeah, it keeps some will use that. Some will use that money wisely, obviously, and, and use some it for won't. investments. Yeah. And to, and to uh, you know, create and build businesses, you know. And others, unfortunately, will jack it up, but they'll be spending it. Yeah. And as long as they're spending it, it keeps fueling the economy.
0: Exactly. And it's just like, it's, it's virtually everything the opposite of what Ronald Reagan had with the trickle-down economy. It's a trickle-up economy, because by empowering the lower class and the poor... To spend Because that's part of the issue right Is that we can't spend enough money Because we don't have any right? right Right. We're spending enough money We're fueling industry And not only that we're stimulating Other things like the arts And education and stuff like that Within our with, Within essentially the lower and middle class Where that stuff is just isn't happening As much because they don't have Any of the opportunities And part of that is because they always have like The boot on their neck Holding them down, right. and they're like enslaved to debt and bills and stuff like that. So, well,
1: because uh, because uh, the focus of of capitalism in our country has always been exploitation.
0: Yeah, you know, the way the way the, we the, the way for we the benefit we, of the wealthy. Yeah, the way we have done capitalism so far has been in in a in a manner that one-sidedly benefits the the corporate. And the any big huge multi-billion or million dollar conglomerates
1: right and that's the same way that's our same approach in foreign policy
0: exactly which you is know, a problem to benefit the US benefit the US and, and
1: very little for the, for the next guy you know and unfortunately you know you, you can't take care of a bourgeoisie if you will um in a country, because you want to exploit that country's natural resources and ignore the general population. Because if it's a sovereign nation, it eventually gets overthrown by its own populace. Yeah. You know the existing government, whether it's a government that you favor or not, because it because you you have a a a group of people there that you're uh, keeping in power and and wealthy. Right. In order to exploit that country, you're forgetting about the, the rest of the people, and the rest of the people are the ones that, that can, who ultimately decide. They get disenfranchised enough. They decide whether that government continues to exist or not.
0: Yes. So you know, bringing this all back to Iran, right? Mm-hmm. So recently, Trump stated that the strike on Soleimani only happened because he felt pressure. From those around him to appease GOP senators who'd play a vital role in his Senate impeachment trial. Essentially, he that? was forced into it because, you know, they basically held him hostage and were like, hey, you want to. You uh, kill the Soleimani guy. Yeah, maybe this, if you don't kill the Soleimani guy, maybe uh, maybe this impeachment trial doesn't go too well for you. Maybe we just, maybe we just decide to fall in line with the Democrats, even though they're wrong. Mm. Mm. And a lot of that obviously, yeah, they basically, yeah, exactly. If, like, the leader of the free world can't even protect himself from his own governments, uh... No,
1: he's he's not a leader.
0: No, yeah, that's led. Yeah, exactly. He's being led. And it's Jack, but yeah, but he, but that's what he said. He said, "I feel." He said he felt pressured, so it's very clear that the establishment. I mean, it's it's always been clear that Donald Trump is like is and isn't with the establishment, because he's like he's all over the place, right? He'll lie for the CIA, but at the same time, he also will just say the things outright by accident. (laughs) Oh my gosh, like that! Did you see that interview he did, where he's like, people criticize me about how I dealt with Syria, and he's like. Well, I left troops there for the oil. They got, they have the oil. We took the oil, and it's like that was like the funniest thing ever. But that's the thing is like Trump. Sometimes he'll just say the truth. It's not that he's not yeah. willing to go along with the intelligence community or the big corporations or anything like that. But sometimes he, it's like he just regurgitates exactly what's going on and why he's doing. it. Right, right. Like that time that he said that. That's his. That's his. States, you know. But if anything, that's a good thing. I'd rather that. I'd rather somebody like him be in office who says the bull crap outright and then we're all like, What? <laughs> and like we get that those moments of truth than have somebody like Hillary Clinton who's so strategic and just vile and disgusting and will, is like is like the perfect is like freaking perfect for them, right? But yeah, oh my gosh, I saw this really funny uh, clip on the Jimmy Dore show and they were talking about that and they were like, imagine oh, yeah. how they must have felt when they saw that interview like, oh yeah. my god, oh my goodness he didn't do that, someone cut his mic cut his mic <laughs> 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 go to commercial
1: <laughs> and oh my we gosh know that, that we know that our country that's according to Donald Trump needs nobody's oil because we, we're the greatest we're the world's greatest producer of oil
0: Yes, he right. said that in the Iran thing,
1: right? And what a contradiction, right? Because the fact of the matter is that we we may be producing more oil uh, than anyone else right
0: now, but we consume a lot more we than consume. anybody else as well, exactly. and, and that's more than the part our own production. That, and that's the part that never gets told. Exactly. The
1: reason why we're the reason why we're after everyone else's oil is because we're consuming all of it. So anyway, we consume what we produce and then some.
0: Yeah, so then the other thing is, right, so um, then there's this other guy, this Iran thing is just a mess, right, because that happened, so we know Donald Trump is pressured, Mike Pompeo had made that statement where he was like, there was an imminent threat by, Sol-. so so this basically threw away the whole idea, right, that um, the reason they killed Soleimani was stated by Trump on, I think it was last Thursday, right, last Thursday or the Thursday before. Where he said that um, it was because Soleimani was determined to strike at the US, to destroy the US embassy in Iraq, right? Right. And Mike Pompeo, which, contra- which directly contradicts a statement that Mike Pompeo had made before all of that, where he had said Soleimani was determined, was, there was an imminent strike by Soleimani happening. We just didn't know when or where. To which Tulsi Gabbard said, if you don't know, if you didn't know when or where, then it wasn't imminent. Right, And then there was that Republican Senator Mike Lee Who after they briefed Congress Came out and and immediately said This is the worst briefing ever They had absolutely nothing to back this up This is stupid This is the worst briefing I've seen in nine years That means it was worse That means it was worse than The Russiagate briefing That means it was worse than uh, The Osama Bin Laden briefing That means it was worse than Basically we'll that means it was you like know, the, worst the worst of the worst because you think about every sort of major military action the United States has taken in the last nine years has been has been not after nothing of substance, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't made any single military military act so that means this was like the worst briefing of the worst like this is like this th- that means this briefing is in the running for worst briefing of all time. So, and then there was this, and then there was an interview with this guy, Esper, who was a part of the Bush cabinet and he was interviewed and he was, and they were like, so, you know how people can be skeptical of like, you know, going to Iran. Cause you know, um, of, you know, after 2003 with Iraq and, you know, and you were in the white house at that time. And he was like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah. And that guy who's in the Bush <laughs> cabinet formerly was on the Raytheon board. So, I yeah, mean, that's the whole and, thing. You Every, know,
1: we can't trust all of these guys who are no. sitting up in these positions are all well connected, you know, and and their histories overlap, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that was the, that was the, that's one of the weird things about Trump's cabinet, right? Is that he ran on the whole drain the swamp thing, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, who's and it's like, who is your cabinet? Literally, everybody at the very bottom of it. Yeah. All the scary Bush people. <laughs> Except you realize this time, like, they're not even really trying, they're not even doing as good a job as li- at lying about this stuff as the Bush administration has. Like, at least with the Bush administration, you remember they had, like, everything going, right? They had, like, theatrics, and they had, like, fake videos, and they had, like, well, and they had like well, Colin Powell with the fake anthrax and the vial, well, and, like... Don't forget that you had
1: Cheney heading out.
0: Yes, Cheney was super Yeah, that's the other thing. Cheney was mad smart. Like he was ultra smart.
1: The master of the master of fabrication.
0: Yeah, if that if that if that dude, if that dude, imagine if that dude was working in medicine. Oh my goodness. You know how amazing medicine would be in this country, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there were more Cheneys in the world working for like good things, oh my gosh. The world yeah. would be a better place. Yeah. But he was yeah. too smart, but he was evil. But he was evil. He got corrupted by the power. I was actually, I was talking to a friend, I was talking to a friend yesterday about, I was talking about like how um, scary the Bush administration was when you like look back at it. Because I there's definitely been like a media push to like rehabilitate George mm-hmm. Bush, right? He's been on like, jimmy kimmel and like they have funny interviews where he talks about his book and he makes jokes and it's like ha 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 and stuff like that (laughs) donald rumsfeld was on freaking stephen colbert and he was talking and he was like oh we made a mistake with iraq and stuff like that we thought it was for real but it wasn't stuff like which we know was false because they made up all that information right? right and then so so like there's been almost like this weird way to like we got to like rehabilitate like these people or whatever right we got Ellen defending herself for taking pictures with George W. Bush at a freaking baseball game and at first I was like I was like you know Ellen can hang out with whoever she wants with maybe people shouldn't be criticizing him and then I was thinking about it and I was like no freaking George Bush has caused the deaths of 200,000 Iraqis because of what he did because of what him and Cheney and Rumsfeld and all those weird creeps did right Sounds like, mm-hmm. heck no, Alan. You can't be hanging out with war criminals and then just offend yourself for it. Yeah. And act like we're not going to be upset about that. It's like mm-hmm. you literally were friends. You're literally chilling with one of the worst presidents the United States has ever had. Mm-hmm. And.
1: No, well, it shows, it shows the, um, it shows the, um, how do
0: you say the hypocrisy in America? Yeah, you know, well, it's towards, the it's it's the do. it's it's the hypocrisy of the freaking of the left of the like mainstream left, the Hollywood left, right? The people are, you know, the resistance as they like to call themselves. They're freaking pretentious, is what they are. And they're like, oh, we're at the forefront of stopping these conservatives and stuff like that. Like, conservatives are the problem. Conservatives aren't the problem. Freaking the corporate, the corporatists in your in both the freaking branches of of the um, of of these parties is what's the issue, right? It's the That's fact the that problem. it's the fact that you guys are supporting people who work for like Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and freaking all these other energy mm-hmm. companies and weapons manufacturers and military contractors. That's the problem yep. is that you and you guys are like, oh, Hillary Clinton would have been the first woman president. It would have been amazing. I'm like, the fact that she's a woman wouldn't have made her presidency amazing. In fact, her presidency would have been awful whether she was a woman or a man, no matter what, because she's freaking insane. All right. And she's like. Cause her and oh my gosh, but it's but it's like I've been saying, like we've had the same. It's like we, I get so frustrated, but it's like I've been saying we've had the same president for like the last thirty years. Yeah. Donald Trump is just the Alzheimer's version of that president. So. That's all. so
1: they all do the same.
0: Yeah. Exactly. They all represent the same. But anyway, but I was talking they about all, how
1: they all defended the interests of the
0: same group of folks. So. Exactly. But I was talking about how scary. That Bush administration was. Because do you remember the anthrax thing? Mm-hmm. You remember when that happened, like, right after 9-11? Yeah. There was a whole anthrax scare and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. the, the Bush cabinet was vaccinated for anthrax like a month before that happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Which tells you something. Huh?
0: And not only that, they had pre-recorded ready news broadcasts for if anthrax had spread across the country. Mm. Like, and you can listen to them. And I heard them and I was like, oh my freaking goodness. This right. is horrifying. Which tells,
1: you, which tells you that it was an orchestrated
0: event. They were like ready. There was this amazing, mm-hmm. there was this documentary I watched called American Anthrax. It's by this guy, Robbie Martin. And um, mm-hmm. Robbie Martin is the brother of Abby Martin, who's a very f- um, famous and the like, progressive world, um, journalist, right? She does this show called The Empire Files, which is really good. And she's just, she's just awesome. She's like very anti what the government is and how it's been working and stuff like that. And she's just like, she's like a legit journalist. But yeah, her brother had made this documentary called American Anthrax and you kind of like He kind of, like, goes through, like, the entirety of, like, all the steps of what happened and, like, all the news things and, like, the contradicted narratives that were given about it and how, like, remember they looked into, like, three different people and, like, all of them died. (laughs) Like, all the, oh, this was the guy did the anthrax and, like, one of them committed suicide. I think one of them may have gone to jail. But, like, none of the pieces linked up to how the heck to why right. to like a motive or or how the heck they would have even gotten the anthrax and like used it on the population. Right. Yeah, there
1: was a it was a whole disconnect on everything
0: there. So. Yeah, and I was thinking about yeah, I was thinking about that last night, it was like these people literally tried to start an anthrax outbreak in the United States to turn us into a police state.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it, yeah, uh,
1: which is essentially what would happen if they were Succeed
0: at something like that. And that's what's like, um, yeah, and that's what's like really that it's almost like so creepy when you think about it because you also think about where George Bush came from, right? think about him, you think about his dad, you think about Prescott Bush who was a who was a Nazi supporter, right? Yeah. You think about how they all came from like Yale and skull and bones and stuff like that. All these and then you think about like all the like weird stuff they've said. And all the like crazy stuff that like the people in that family have done in the government, like you can think, we can. Everybody your age obviously remembers the babies being thrown out of the incubators in Kuwait, and how that was all. That girl was the was the Kuwaiti prime minister's, or the Ku, the Kuwaiti ambassador to the United States, his daughter, and she was coached by hill and knowlton and giving acting classes and that story was all made up yeah those freaking nuts but these people it makes you wonder sometimes like i try to stay away from this stuff now i used to be like really into this stuff but i try and stay away from it now but like what type of creepy weird satanic bullcrap are are they doing (laughs) That they're like, we're going to start an anthrax outbreak. We're going to lie. About-. I'm like, what type of weird... stuff? Like, what is wrong with... Like, you are... There's something wrong with you beyond, like, just being a psychopath to want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something... There's something in another dimension that's wrong with you. Yeah, I think
1: that, that these people are so hungry for power and control that they're willing to... Go to any extreme, and they don't care whose lives they affect or impact negatively in order to achieve their own goals.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, that's definitely and for what sure. It comes
1: down to yeah. so, so Iran, you know, is, is now, and we, I know we're talking around this whole thing, but um that the dust has settled to some extent and there's no real um, noise being made about Iran at this point. Yeah. You know, other than additional sanctions and, you know, um, you know, talking about trying to get uh, folks to the negotiation table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the U.S. trying to get its allies to abandon the, you know, the, 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 the,
0: the Iran you know, nuclear the deal,
1: yeah. Yeah, the deal. Yeah, so, so you know, um, more to come. Essentially, you know, on that front, that um, this is going to now move very slowly, and, and not much is going to happen. Yeah. You know, unless it, unless the U.S. wants to, you know, uh, take some steps to to sort of force the issue again. And, try to get these guys to the table or you know attempt to build a coalition you know force uh, to to engage Iran you know in, in whatever type of battle they they're gonna try to engage it and you know be it from a, I mean, the only thing that's viable for it, it you know against Iran is going to be an air attack and a, uh, and a sea attack basically yeah you know a gr- ground troops just don't make any sense. Um, unless you, unless you want to, you know, lose a few hundred thousand people, you know, almost instantly, so.
0: Yeah, so. Um, which I
1: don't think lighter. Um, to gamble with.
0: Yeah, no, I don't
1: think so either. They don't want
0: another Vietnam, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Lighter discussion. Mm-hmm. Switching topics. Warren and Sanders. So I, like, semi-briefed you about this. So Elizabeth Warren, pathological liar, as we all know, she literally lies about everything. Um, told another lie recently and said that Bernie Sanders told her that a woman could never be president in some sort of whatever, in some sort of meeting that they had. And CNN, had bro- CNN of all people, had broken the story, which should show you exactly why it's a lie in the first place because CNN broke the story. <laughs> and then And then essentially Bernie Sanders denied it and it became a really big thing. and then everybody's saying it's like me too, right? Chris, Chris Cuomo had said like, um, I thought I thought the whole lesson that we learned in like the last couple years or whatever was like to believe women and it's like, okay, we're talking about very, two very different things, Chris Cuomo, Fredo. You remember that, Fredo? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to wreck your crap. I'll throw I'll throw you down the stairs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's <is> ridiculous. You hear <laughs> what he's He's like, Fredo's like saying the N-word to the Italian. It's like, really? Uh-huh. Really? Is it like the N-word? Really, Chris Cuomo? You really going to pull that? I don't think so. There's, yeah, think literally, there's literally no N-word for Italians. Like, there's a bunch of derogative... Yeah,
1: the issue with Warren is this: she's Bernie is still the front runner.
0: Well, he became the front runner after this happened. Warren was the front runner, and then she dropped points, and then Bernie surpassed her,
1: Mm -hmm. which was crazy because this was. She might have shot herself in the foot with this whole stunt. She She did. She thought she was going to get one thing, and and it actually, you know. Uh,
0: Yeah, around on her. Apparently there were a bunch of people tweeting hashtag I believe Bernie Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. that happened and, like, after, like, the debate and stuff. Like, oh, my gosh, during the debate, freaking CNN. So, like, they were asking them, right? And they were like, Mm -hmm. so, Bernie Sanders, you say that you deny that you ever said to Miss Warren that um, a woman could never be president. And then he said, yes, that's exactly right. I, I didn't say that. And then they, they literally go to Elizabeth Warren. The very next question is to Elizabeth Warren, and they go, so uh, Mrs. Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you that a woman couldn't be president? It's like, what? And then Bernie started laughing. He was like, oh my goodness. And it's like, that's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, why? <laughs> Up well, is down, Bernie left is right. And then you're gonna go ask her.
0: How'd you feel? Yeah, how did you feel when he said that? He's like, I just said I didn't say it. And it's like mm-hmm. this is like the ultimate he shed he said she said, but except there's more proof on Bernie's side because he's literally said it on T V <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that a woman could become president. Yeah. Well, and and both the, truth the
1: like of the matter is this.
0: Mm-hmm. A woman
1: He may believe that. My inclination is that knowing the establishment, that's probably another, you know, maybe three or four presidencies away.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I want to say this, right? A woman can become president just as easy as a man could become president in this country. The issue is, the last time a woman ran for president, it was Hillary Clinton, and... She just had a losing strategy. She literally almost won. She got so close, but she didn't realize she was going to be running against the freaking joker, right? And Donald Trump just swept her. If it was anybody else and Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton would have won hands down. well, I would say I would probably I would say so because I think at that point, like people were just so like. They were on the roll, like the Obama train role, where they were like, oh, look at this. Democrats are amazing. They weren't. Obama wasn't amazing, right? But they, like, kind of got sucked into it. They're like, oh, we had a black guy. We'll get a woman now. And, like, so the last thing they would have voted for was, like, a white. The issue is Donald Trump was able to, like, A, expose Hillary Clinton literally every single <laughs> one. He exposed all the Republicans on his way to becoming the, the, the Republican nominee, right? He exposed every, he broke them down in every freaking debate. And then he got to Hillary Clinton, and he exposed her, and she just, she, like everybody else, just couldn't really handle the pressure. Right, It's a temperament issue. They couldn't, yeah. they couldn't compete, which is part of the reason I'm like, I don't know if I want Warren to go up, against Trump or Bernie to go up against Trump because I feel like Bernie would have like a legit fight but if Warren goes up it's going to be it's going to be a slaughter it's going to be lambs to the slaughter her versus Donald Trump in a debate it's going to be over she's not going to be able to compete with him he already he already went to Pocahontas I don't think that
1: either of them could, could, could run effectively against Trump no, um, Bernie's a socialist, you know, social democrat. He's going to get labeled as a commie.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, obviously, which is going to, you know, deter him from from winning the election. Period.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, because that's what happens in America, and um, and and so and and Warren, uh, you know, she's not she's not going to get the nomination anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And if Bernie even thought about choosing him/her for as his uh, running mate, that would be the biggest mistake on the planet.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: yes! it'd be a communist and Pocahontas against Donald. Trump?
0: <laughs> Cra- crazy Bernie and Pocahontas on the ticket. Mm-hmm. That won't. It's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. Everyone's going to be like, "Really?" If, if Bernie was smart, he would pick Tulsi Gabbard because a lot of libertarians and right-leaning people. Like Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. you know she's been in New Hampshire for like a month straight, and I'm so upset because I'm n-
1: not getting the attention.
0: Who isn't getting it? No. Oh,
1: Tulsi Well, mean,
0: she's, she's not, not getting the publicity. Yeah, and and it doesn't help that like the Democrats keep disqualifying polls that would qualify her for the debates. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know she was she was oh. doing like a surf thing at Hampton Beach. On literally the last day, you and um, you and uh, my mother were like on your vacation. I was literally like, I thought you were going to be back that night, like the night before. And I was going to ask you if you wanted to wake up at six in the morning and go to Hampton Beach to go see Tulsi Gabbard. Oh boy. <laughs> but freaking, but then you were like, hey, we're not coming back till tonight. And I was like, are you for real? <laughs> So it sounds like this is my chance well, But anyway <laughs> But yeah So Dang I hope you guys can hear everything There's like airplanes flying And then there's like I don't even know what that is A lawnmower or something like that going But anyway
1: yeah, I can hear you Just every, every once in a while You'll break off for a little bit but, but we can hear
0: Yeah But anyway so Yeah this whole Bernie Warren thing isn't really. It didn't go Elizabeth Warren's way, and then there was the whole stunt that CNN pulled, where they left the mics on, and Elizabeth Warren went up to Bernie Sanders All the cameras were still rolling. She was like, "I think you called me a liar on national TV," and he was like, "What?" She was like, "I think you called me a liar," and then he was like, "We're not doing this right now. You you called me a liar," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my goodness." We're getting... But he's got Bernie's got class, though. He didn't want to fight it right there. He was like, "I'm not doing this right now. I'm not, I'm not doing this right, with you." Right. Yeah, he's like, "You want to have that discussion? We can have the discussion, but we're not doing it right now." Right. Well,
1: you know, it shows that that um, you know, unfortunately Elizabeth Warren, you know, is going to let her temperament get the best of her.
0: At some point Yeah I mean she's just She lied about this She lied about being Freaking Native American Right mm-hmm. And it turned out that <laughs> And I like her Her whole thing was like Oh yeah we had high cheekbones Because nobody else Has high cheekbones Except for Native Americans And then Yeah, right. yeah And it's like And then when she did her DNA test It turned out that she was Less Native American Than most white people in America Right Which is <laughs> 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 That was that was freaking hilarious. She was like one two thousand and twenty fourth Native American, right? So she was more white than most white people in America. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was so funny. Um, there's this conservative YouTuber Stephen Crowder that I watch, and he goes, "This is my twenty three in me." He's French Canadian, right? He goes, "This is my twenty three in me." I'm more Sub-Saharan African than Elizabeth Warren is Native American. <laughs> <laughs> but but then um, So then there was that She lied about being fired From her nursing It was like some daycare nursing job For being pregnant That wasn't a thing She quit She also lied about her Kids going to public school When somebody was like Your kids were afforded Different opportunities Because they went to private school And she was like No they went to public school It was like They went to public school For one year
1: mm-hmm.
0: They were in public schools They were in private schools Ranging from when ranging with tuitions from $10,000 to upwards of $40,000 a year, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Most of the time. So, I mean, that's it. She's just a pathological liar. It's never... Mm-hmm.
1: She's, the, she's the... Um. How do we say this? She is the exempt... Well, let me pick a good word.
0: <laughs>
1: she is the poster child for a politician. Yeah. Okay. Lie, lie,
0: lie, lie. Lie, lie, lie. Yeah, exactly.
1: They lie, they lie. They tell you what you want to hear. And then once they get into office, they don't know you until the next election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? That's what
0: politicians do. At least Bernie's like, politician. at least whether or not you agree with Bernie, obviously, I, I disagree with Bernie on a lot, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether or not you agree with Bernie or not, at least he's like, I'm. at, at least he's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly how we're going to pay for it. You may not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exactly. going to tell you exactly how we're going to get these policies done. You know, Elizabeth Warren is always like, we're going to do this and this, and she never like tells you how they're going to do it either. Right. That's the other thing. She'll say stuff and at least Bernie's like, Yeah, taxes are gonna go up. But hey, those mm. dividends are gonna go down. <laughs> right. Your co pays are gonna be nothing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Taxes are gonna go way up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's why but mm. that's why a person like him will never get elected either,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. I mean people don't because like taxes. Those,
1: those, no, not only people. The, the who who are the biggest um Uh, you know how do we say opponents of taxes in this country
0: Republicans
1: yeah and the corporates, yeah the folks who run the government
0: well the thing is
1: they get this enormous tax break you know just recently under Trump administration yeah yeah Yeah. they're gonna uh, give that up and get it and allow a guy like Bernie to get into office they'll buy the whole Electoral College and put all
0: of their kids through school and buy them all a mansion, just so that man won't get into (laughs) a house. That's funny. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. But I mean, and part of the thing is like, you can't blame them, right? But also, you can't blame them, but also they're getting away with the taxes. They're getting away from paying the taxes that they should be paying anyway. Which is kind of why we just need a flat tax in this country, I think. Yeah, because it's like, if we all pay the same, and it's like, and it's like you can't opt out of it no matter what.
1: Give them, you know what? Give them the tax breaks and take away the loopholes.
0: Let's just do it there. And take away the what?
1: The loopholes. Yeah. All the tax, all all the all the write-offs that they get all the loopholes that they have to to avoid having to pay anything. And the reason why the Amazons of the world
0: We made zero dollars
1: corporations pay zero.
0: We made zero dollars this year. We can't pay taxes. Are you crazy? Mm -hmm. We're gonna be taking a loss. Yeah, right. It's like okay Jeff Bezos, you also own the Washington what's he he owns the Washington Post and he has a five hundred million dollar contract with the CIA. (laughs)
1: And we and we can say the same thing about
0: the Pentagon, and the rather. the other
1: corporations that over the years have made billions in revenue in a year and paid nothing. Exactly. In taxes. Because of the loopholes. And so we need to get rid of those loopholes. Exactly. We did that. We have so much money in the coffers, we could probably shrink this deficit by at least, you know, 10%, if not more.
0: Exactly right. Wasn't that one of the things that was happening during the Clinton administration? Was he was actually like paying off the deficit? Well,
1: uh, there was a there was a balance. There was a <clears throat> what during his administration there was a excess. There was more coming in.
0: Yeah, we were ha- we were, we're experiencing actually, a surplus.
1: But did he but he didn't he didn't effect, but he didn't effectively lower the deficit.
0: I mean, yeah, there's was only one he president. Just, he he just couldn't did, do it.
1: He didn't add
0: to it. Yeah. Okay. But, but he didn't lower it. We were talking about this in my U.S. history class, which is awful, by the way. But <laughs> our teacher was like, part of like, it's weird because, so like what we've done is like, it's so like we have all the programs, right? And then the <laughs> Democrats are like, so we have the programs and we'll tax you to pay for the programs and then the republicans are like well we don't we want lower taxes so we're going to get rid of the programs but then people are like oh well, we don't want you to get rid of the programs so they go okay we won't get rid of the programs but we're still going to lower taxes because that's what you want so mm-hmm. we're going to borrow money to pay for the programs yeah it's like either way nobody is happy cuz either you pay crazy high taxes for to effectively pay for these programs or you pay no taxes, but the gov- but the whole country owes money now.
1: Yeah. Well, I got an idea. Scrap it all. I agree. Scrap it all. You know, forget about public education. Forget about health care. You know, forget about all of that crap. You know, forget about food stamps. Forget about... And let the chips where they may fall.
0: Let <laughs> the chips fall where they may? Oh my gosh. And
1: then we'll see who's gonna come out on top. Just scrap it off, because if that's what's happening. We're going in that direction anyway. People are getting kicked off of the SNAP program. You know, people are paying, you know, we have universal, we, we supposedly have Obamacare, you know, but everybody's paying um, these enormous copays. you know, and 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 you know uh, t- to go to the doctor and what have you and for their medications even at the pharmacies, you know. So what, let's just scrap it all. Who gives a damn? You know, a lot of people will die, right?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! And a the lot of cynicism. people will be
1: killed. A lot of people will be killed. All right. And in the end, the strong, the, 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 the you know, survival of the fittest. Dang. The strongest will will wind up on top. And I promise you that that won't be the people with the money. Mm. You
0: know,
1: mm. but that's where we're headed, and 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 you know, and we're headed there anyway. No,
0: you know, but don't tell them that. That's the not the the point of the show. Is we have to educate people so we can stop ourselves from going the way of Russia and China, and I know, Cuba, but that's and
1: the way. We're, I get it. We're educating people, to, mm. but that's where we're headed and so if if
0: people if if that doesn't sound like something you want if you don't want like a February or October revolution in this country you guys gotta start doing something about it if
1: we (laughs) if we don't do something to stop it and there's ways of of moving closer to stopping it and that is by getting out the vote man stop crying poor and disenfranchise and get out and cast a darn ballot will you
0: yeah, that's the other thing. Is there's definitely like the entitlement <laughs> of people where like they're always like, Oh, we we deserve this. And I, I I guess I've become one of the people who's like, Nobody really deserves anything. You just kinda have to like make it happen for yourself.
1: Exactly.
0: <clears throat> and it's like exactly. and, and and also I don't also don't think that the government is the solution to our problems either in fact oh, i think i think, I think they problem. are the problem <laughs> so
1: they are the problem exactly
0: which and is so why which is there. why i'm kind of like a little bit i'm like i kind of want them out of everybody's lives as much as i feel like doing that i don't know taking the government you know, out of people's lives as much as possible and like removing their oh. their um kind of binding with corporations and stuff like that is ultimately gonna like make everything more affordable for everybody I think so
1: I think so I think we have to get the corporations out of government we have to get the lobbyists out of government all right we have to have a flat tax across the board for everybody on the planet including the corporate everybody in this country
0: I was the like on the planet hold on <laughs> yeah well, well,
1: we, we, we may as well be the whole planet
0: cause, uh,
1: <laughs> but anyway you know getting 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 a flat tax across the board so that and, and, and no loopholes no loopholes so yeah there's no way around you pay what you pay you pay what it is and that's what that's what it is you know and then and then providing folks with with, with the opportunity and at a local level you fund your schools you know and you do everything else you know and, and by the way let's get rid of those I don't know how many people work for the federal government you know
0: I don't know too many probably and it's like the most yeah. inefficient corporation on the universe
1: yeah and they're making all kind of money you know
0: sitting around twirling their thumbs at their desks
1: yeah you know it just makes no sense but you know look we're 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 moving in a direction in this country that's not good and the only way that we're going to change that if we say we're tired of it and don't want it anymore and do something about it yeah you know (laughs) if we continue to to allow the powers that be to to do what they're doing um you know we're going to wind up in a in a in a in a nation that's going to be a police state it's going to be fascist yeah and and there's going to be uh, two classes of people okay the haves and the have-nots
0: yeah it's going to be like 1984 yeah. There's, this, there's this meme I watched, and it's like a three-way rotary, right? And there's three, and it's like a rotary, and there's only three roads you can go down. Mm-hmm. And it says, 1984, a brave new world, and Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three options we have if we don't yeah. do something.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, and I guess that it really has to get really bad before it can improve. 'Cause people just don't they're not getting it right now. And it isn't and it isn't until those who consider themselves middle class in America are impacted negatively before they decide to align themselves with the rest of the people in this country.
0: Yeah. And on that whole pretty bad thing, a lot of people, especially leftists, will be like, The world is coming to an end and stuff like that, right? And they'll say yeah. like They'll say, like, it's worse than it's ever been. It's not worse than right. it's ever been, right? It's no, been it's way been worse. It's been way worse. It's been yeah. crazy worse. And we've been on an upward trend of, like, safety and overall, you know, prosperity for people on the far and wide. But this is also, like, the calm before the storm. Right. Is how I think of it. I think, like, it's definitely been getting better since the worst thing, right? It's been getting better, but it's only getting better from like a surface level, but in the background, things are starting to break down, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're coming to the end of the ride, but it's cut, but, mm-hmm. the, but, but we forget that the ride's not finished.
1: Right. So <laughs> I guess we can close with... Yeah. What do people feel how do they feel about the, the the situation nowadays, right? With government, with our foreign policy, and, and what we do as a country, not only within our, our borders, but abroad. Yeah. And what is it that we need to do to change it? And are you willing to play a role, or are you just here for the ride? Exactly. If you're just here for the ride, you got some surprises coming.
0: <laughs> Let's put it like that. This ride is this ride is about to go somewhere we are not we are not ready for. Exactly. That's for sure. So all right. All right. Well thank you guys so that- for listening to another episode of Pop Progressive. Really appreciate it. Uh as I say every show, we love doing this show. Yeah. It's and a fun show. Yeah, it is fun. It is it's fun, it's depressing. It talking about <laughs> events yeah. And
1: history and everything
0: else. So. Exactly. All the things that we love. Basically We're both fans of that stuff uh,
1: Many Americans love Many Americans
0: love Yeah exactly I mean You know From an early age We're like taught history Like history is like Like we are One of the biggest parts of history This country Mm -hmm. So You know Think about that Even though Even though We have a relatively small Lifespan Compared to everything else That's happened in history We're one of the most Mm -hmm. significant things To ever happen in the history of the world So remember that guys it's important so you should learn history because it seems like a lot of people don't really know history <laughs> as well yeah. as we think they should at least
1: yeah. and that's an
0: issue yeah that's definitely an issue those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it um there you go but yeah but thank you guys for listening and uh as always we'll see you guys in our next episode and uh we just hope you guys have a great great rest of your week enjoy it try not try not